Good morning. This is Mark Collins on Wave 105. Uh, my guest this morning is George Ezra, who we spoke to on the programme on his birthday a couple of years or three or four years ago. How's the past two years been during lockdown for you? I suppose not having what we call a proper job, um, has it been quite difficult to find some motivation over the past couple of years? I was really fortunate because we played the last show of the last album in November of 2019. And then 2020 and 2021 would have always been the years for writing and recording. So the reason we were fortunate is there was nothing public that we had to cancel, reschedule, you know, anything like that. We weren't letting anybody down publicly, you know. So, But then the thing I've relied on in the past is getting out of the house and going elsewhere to get ideas to write and then pinning the album on a journey. So that was different. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just different. Because the first two albums, you and your pal Joel, you yeah. told me, used to write about 30 to 50 songs. Yeah. Um, has this been the same for the Gold Rush Kid then? No. I, I, we, if there's 12 songs on the album, I would say we probably wrote 13 or 14. Oh, so it's completely changed since I spoke to you a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, but I think that's... I really appreciate you bringing that up because it is, it is, I think that is because me and Joel now this will be the 10th year of us working together. And I think that's part of it. You, you just learn how to communicate with You've one honed your skills to come I up with that's better songs as opposed to more. I think that's a big part of it. I think there's also, you spend the last however many years figuring out who you are. The more, it's not that I know completely, but the better idea you have of who you are, question, you know, or you're, you're more comfortable questioning things or going, that's not good enough. Next, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, I think that's a part of it too. So the, basically the last two years have been a, sort of a hotbed of creativity then. It really has. Yeah. It really has. And I sit back now and I listen to the album and it couldn't be better, you know, relative to who I am. It, it really is the, the best we could have done. And that's a really, it's a lovely feeling to sit back having applied yourself at something and go, yeah, that's the best it could be. It's Excellent. really lovely. Yeah, Excellent. Man. Talking about going on journeys, as you said, you've, um, you and a group of friends hiked was it Land's End to John O'Groats or John O'Groats to Land's End? Which Land's way? End to John O'Groats, yeah. How did you organise that during a lockdown? Well, we were supposed to go in 2020. That was supposed to be the journey tied to the album. Right, And okay. thank God it wasn't because it, we were so knackered. It's such an undertaking. And there were different stages to the organising it because at first the three of us were just going to head out with GoPros and mobile phones and film it like that. And then um, more people got involved. It, got, it, it snowballed. To the point where we had a producer rolling along next to us, you know, and, and there was a schedule of this needs doing and that needs doing, and it really changed. Yeah. So, but not only that, um, you went to Caribbean as well. There was a trip to the Caribbean with two other friends. Yeah, and the, the story. One of the songs on the album is a song called "Green Green Grass." That's right, yes. I've yeah. been reading about that. Yeah. Where you were at some bar and heard the music playing in the background and said, yeah. wow, what is that? And went yeah. and investigated. Yeah, so we were kind of perched up at this beachside bar, having a drink with the guys that worked there and live locally. And yeah, it was a party. We were, like, <laughs> we were getting involved. And then this music started up a, three streets, uh, a few streets back. And I, the curiosity got the better of me. I had to go and check it out. And um, there was cookouts and there was sound systems and it was a, a proper street party. So I jumped in this shop and asked the girls that were there, what's going on? And they said, it's, uh, today is the funeral day. So these are funerals, and we are celebrating people's lives. And so part of what I did during lockdown was went back through old diaries to find inspiration of what I'd written about in the past and not used. And one of the lines was, you better throw a party on the day that I die. And I thought that's a really, it's a different approach to how we approach those things. Yeah. 
here. Going back through those those old notes, the new single is Anyone For You. Mm -hmm. And the title came to you when you were looking through some of those old notes as well, wasn't that it? That was it, exactly. This is the, It wasn't the title, it was the opening lyric of Tiger Lily moved to the city. I had this kind of whole kind of fictional little thing about Tiger Lily. And it was enough to get me going, going, oh, cool, there's an idea. And um, a lot of the themes, one of the themes I think that threads throughout the whole record is this idea of, like I said earlier, being more comfortable with who you are. I realised I'd done a very good job of convincing myself I was a particular person, a certain person. It's, it's just isn't true, I don't think. I think there's like loads of different versions of all of us, many mm. different versions. And how long ago were these these notes made? Yeah, so the, the Tiger Lily one... It's from an entry when I'm down in Cornwall uh, just after the first album. So it'd be about five or six years ago that was first written down. And it's, you just go, brilliant, I should read back through these journals more often because there's good ideas there. How, many, how, how many have you got? I mean, journals. What? Yeah, these... Just stacks, stacks, really? stacks. Yeah, and when I, I moved house and my sister was helping me and she said, I'm really jealous of you for having done this because it's not like, I'm not religious with it. It's not like I don't miss a night but there'll be a month or two of real activity of writing it down. So the Land's End to John O'Groats took three months and every night I wrote. And so that journey in particular is, is documented for me. And you still do it? Yeah. I have to, I, do you know what? I've never, I've journaled on specific tours, but I've never journaled a complete record. And um, this week I, I said, just start doing it for nobody else, but just for you, write it down because... I, I think in the past it's been too frantic to consider doing that, but this time out it's like, no, you, you can do this. and It's good to remind yourself of what it is. And did this all come about from starting keeping a diary when you were a kid or something? Yeah. Do you know what? It started with when I was about 14, 15, I remember saving up to buy Pete Doherty's diaries. It, it was a glimpse into potentially madness. I don't know. It was a, it was a full-on read. But I just thought, God, yeah, it's easy to do. I found my, showed my granddad's diaries... And they're literally the date, the weather, and who you went to see. <laughs> but with 50 years between them, it's enough. Because you go, yeah. oh, so on that day, he was at work and then went to see his brother. Cool. That's probably enough just to, to get the day down. I make the mistake of writing too much, you know? And, I, and I, I, need I, to... don't, no, I don't think you can make a mistake of writing too much. But cause... what I mean, if for, for forming the habit makes it less realistic that you'll do it every day. Yeah, again... Perhaps the next album we'll be throwing back to yeah, notes to you've this made. one. This one, yeah, 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 yeah. Made, made right now. Are you still doing your podcasts as well? Because mm -hmm. um, you're doing the ones, the, the, the Phone a Friend podcast you do with Ollie. Mm -hmm. and, and how did they come about? Were just, just the two of you chatting about your own mental health? Well, not even. It started with just us chatting. And naturally, if it's a friend that you're close to, you talk about those things. We went to the same school, you know, grew up in the same town. And um, it felt like a good thing. We started it in 2019, right at the end of 2019. We would check in, talk a lot of nonsense, and then ask the other how they were doing. And then, you know, then we all found ourselves in this situation where we were relying on phone calls and a lot more. So it kind of weird unintentionally we were very in vogue it was the right thing to be doing but it's also quite intimate of you to express your feelings that you talk about with your best friend for everybody else to listen to yeah i think there's you i'd be lying if you if i said you're aware you're recording it but then only to a certain point because you'd end each one and go what did we just talk about because it is just you and your, your friend yeah. I think it's good I'll be honest selfishly it did me the world of good let's let's quickly talk about the new album then Gold Rush Kid it's out on the 10th of June which is you of course what is the significance of the title 
I think exactly that. I think in the past I've done a good job of... I allow myself to get intimidated by all of this, the circus that is releasing music and touring. I find it overwhelming, and that's true, I do at times. I realised it's not going to exist forever, whatever I feel about it, whether by choice or not. There's this thing that exists now, and it would be a shame not to make the most of it. And when I say that, I mean the travelling, the places, the people, the experiences. And then on the flip side of that, quite easily, I go, and that's true of your home life as well. This isn't going to last forever the way it looks. I think the last two years have highlighted to me how quickly things change. So I like the idea of just saying, well, see it as a gold rush. It's not going to be here forever. Making hay while the sun shines. There you go. Yeah. Now, as you say, coming out of a period where many people have suffered through loss or, or mental health or just being able to live with what we call normal life. Is the album a reflection on those times or is it something a bit more uplifting and optimistic, would you say? I think there's. it's a very... Compared to the t two previous ones, I would say at points it's the most reflective or the most personal, but in a, just because that's what I've been doing. I've been reflecting a lot and, um, and I share that with people I'm talking to. Pe people were forced to go, whoa, what am I doing? What have I been doing? Mm. Why have I been doing it? How could I do it differently? You've got some dates coming up. I know you've got some intimate dates coming up and your Finsbury Park um, date in July, is it? Yeah. Uh, what about the rest of the country? Would be, have you fixed up a tour yet? Have we got any dates in mind? There will be. There will be. For now, I'm focusing on, we have three shows, one in Edinburgh, Manchester in London, and they start at the end of February. They're these beautiful old theatres... I need to get in a room with the band and rehearse the set. <laughs> Honestly, it's uh, I need to print off the lyrics to remind myself. Um, I can tell you, Shotgun, because it's the most <laughs> it's the most catchiest song ever written. I, know, I think. Yeah, I know. yeah, yeah. So I was with the band this week, kind of, and we ran through "Anyone for You" for the first time, and that was really special. Excellent. Well, the new single is called "Anyone for You." It is out now. I'll play it in just a second. The new album, "Gold Rush Kid," is out on the tenth of June. George, I wish you all the best with the new album and. Hopefully a tour as well. And thank you very much for thank your time you. today. Lovely to see you.